It takes more than great big O notation skills to be a great engineer. This is episode 90 of the Soft Skills Engineering Podcast. I'm your host, Dave Smith. I'm your host, Jameson Dance. Soft Skills Engineering is a weekly advice show for software developers who want advice. (laughs) (laughs) That was redundant, right? It's a tautology. (laughs) Is it? I don't know. That was a raid one title. Or opening. I can't even talk. (laughs) (laughs) Well... Let's move on. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, we have a Patreon. If you would like to support us, we would love your support. You can go to patreon.com slash softskillseng. Uh, money you donate there goes towards equipment, design, editing, and also the ball pit fund. <laughs> if you have benefited financially from listening or if you just want to support, please consider donating there. Thanks, Jameson. And thanks to those who have already signed up before it even came on the air. <laughs> yes. All right. Would you like to read our first question? I would love to. This is from a listener named Tom. I've been in this job for four years. When I first started, I was a sysadmin and I became a programmer. I also became a new parent. I had lots of domain knowledge, but I was not up to coding snuff like the other programmers with experience and CS degrees. At first, I struggled, but I'm now doing well and I'm a team lead. The first year or so, I had a boss that had a poor opinion of me. This person had the ear of senior management and directors, which are in different offices. As a result, many of these higher-ups still have a negative view of me. How do I manage and improve my reputation with mid- and upper-level management who I interact with very rarely? Hmm. Huh. Uh, you became a new parent. Bring your child <laughs> to work and okay. hope they like children. <laughs> Just kind of wander the halls. Oh, my kid spilled printer ink on your carpet. What a stinker. <laughs> but look how cute. He, she is so cute when he, she is smearing a whiteboard marker that doesn't erase off of non-whiteboards all over your stuff. Yeah, charm them with your kid ruining their office. <laughs> <laughs> or or you chase, okay, you don't interact with them that much. Mm-hmm. You, you let your kid loose, send them in the direction of the offices that you don't go ever. Okay. And then you chase them down. You have an opportunity to run into somebody. Oh, hello. <laughs> yeah, oh, I, this is my child that is cute. Look at me. Also. <laughs> also, I'm a pretty good engineer. <laughs> yeah. I'm just thinking of like all the cliched romantic comedy things oh, to yeah. Like you get a puppy and then I don't know. Just pretend like you're in a romantic comedy, but instead of trying to get a date, you're trying to Yeah, I think it's called a meet cute, isn't it? I have no idea what that is. Yeah, that's the name for this like cute happenstance thing that just so happens that leads to you running into somebody in a cute way and you need to create one of those with upper management a meet cute yeah and and that's meet m-e-e-t right yes 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 (laughs) not (laughs) m-e-a-t okay i think that's what that's when serial killers do it (laughs) (laughs) meet cute (laughs) yeah hmm this sounds like a surefire plan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Everyone loves kids that ruin stuff. <laughs> <laughs> so adorable. Yeah. Since your child is now four or five years old, they're probably in kindergarten, so this may not be an option. <laughs> yeah, they're, that's true. They're not cute anymore. <laughs> they're just snot-nosed. And <laughs> hey, children can be snot-nosed at any age. That's Dave. true. <laughs> I, I of all people should know that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> What about creating like have you ever heard the term astroturfing? Yeah. This is I have, this yeah, is it's... where you usually corporations do this where they they want to create a 
a grassroots movement to make their company look good, but okay. there is no one who wants to do that on their <laughs> own. <laughs> so you like pay people to act like they like you who have the ear of upper management. Oh, I've okay, I've never put together the AstroTurf grassroots connection. Yeah, exactly. you can't mm-hmm. you can't there's no grass to grow roots, so you you just slap down some fake turf. Fake some turf. That's right. You bring okay, in the fake turf it. since you can't grow the grass. Or since okay. the grass won't grow on its own. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, so how does this apply? Well, so I think what you do is you find people close to the managers and you pay them off. And you okay, to you say pay nice them things to say nice you. things about you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so they, I mean, and then they'll do their own meat cutes. <laughs> that's all on the their cutes. end. Yeah, that's, what if, okay, yeah, you got to go viral with management. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Make a video of yourself singing along to a popular song with an exquisitely in-depth choreography. <laughs> a little flash mob or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, a flash mob. They just lift you up on their shoulders and shout, Tom, 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 Tom. <laughs> These all sound like great plans, but if yeah. they fail. <laughs> Turns out upper management hates viral videos. The- <laughs> and children. <laughs> they click thumbs down on your YouTube video. <laughs> My plan has backfired. Yeah. So have you ever been in a situation where someone had a negative opinion of you and it, you felt like it was impacting you in the company and your future? No. No, I've never worked at a company large enough to have that many layers. My, I, I always like worked next to my boss. This will soon change, and I'm sure I'll be in this situation right away. But, right, yeah, immediately. <laughs> <laughs> but so far, yeah, upper management has either been my direct manager or like my manager's boss. So mm-hmm. there hasn't been a lot of, a lot of layers. I think. Um... I, well, okay, one time I had a CEO who hated dressing up. Uh, he goes to church every Sunday and he, he dresses like a slob at church cause he doesn't like it. And I don't know, he's just very, for, for a CEO, he's a very informal dude and he would detest when he had to wear collared shirts to these sales calls. And, mm-hmm. um, as a team, we decided to, instead of do a casual Friday, we worked at a startup. So everyone wore like sweatpants and flip flops. So we decided <laughs> to do formal Friday where everyone would dress up very fancily and we did it oh once. Oh my gosh. And it was fun. And then we forgot the next Friday and my boss was the only one that dressed up <laughs> and, and he hated it and he did it to be part of the team. And he was, he was mad. That's probably the closest I've come to the situation. <laughs> that is really funny. Yeah. He, he was like, how old was he then? He was probably mid forties and we were all early to mid twenties. So he mm-hmm. was like the Papa bear. Mm-hmm. We, we all had a good father-like relationship with him so we just kind of made fun of him and it was okay <laughs> so suffice it to say you've never been anywhere even remotely close yeah to so so it was, it was really rough is what i'm trying to say <laughs> it can be i think it can be really nerve-wracking to know or even just wonder if people who are pretty far removed from you day to day and yet who hold your life in the balance to wonder what they think of you you know what so, i mean so yeah, that causes existential dread in me. <laughs> knowing that other people have a poor opinion of me is my worst nightmare. Hmm. And and knowing also that they can somehow do something with that is double oh. worse. Oh, man. <laughs> Seriously. Because I just worry like, oh, someone didn't like this tweet I wrote. And now they're going to close Twitter and be fine. But if it's like, and now they will ruin my job prospects. Then, right. 
Right. Yeah. Super hard. I think you can reverse this though, but the situation will take a really long time to reverse itself unless you go and directly talk to these people. Um, just let me just give you an example. What, what? Oh, there's a name for this. There's a name where for the phenomenon where people, when they get something good and unexpected, they quickly rebaseline. But when hmm. something bad and unexpected happens to them, they dwell on it a lot more. You, you know this phenomenon? I have not heard of that. Oh, maybe someone will rem- remember, or maybe I'm making it up. But in any case... <laughs> Dave's phenomenon. <laughs> if someone has a negative opinion of you and you just go about living your life, doing your job, maybe even doing a great, great job, but word doesn't travel to them in an overt, obvious way, they're just going to hold on to that opinion. Like there's no reason for them to change that opinion. Yeah. Unless you do something to move that needle And I think that the best thing you could do in this situation is to actually get some time with them one-on-one, sit down and make it a feedback session where you can say, I want to improve as an engineer. I want your feedback. What have I done in the past that that I should stop doing? What should I start doing? What are the good things that I should continue doing? That's called a start, stop, continue. It should be familiar to some of these people and see what they say. You know, and, and then after you get the feedback, commit to them right there that you're going to improve in the areas that, you know, if you agree, in the areas that they uh, said you need to improve in. So, okay, that you would schedule a meeting with them. Um, you interact very rarely, but I assume everyone says words about open door policies. So you can put that to the test, right? <laughs> My door is always open. Like, okay, here I am. I've yeah. walked in your door. Yeah. <laughs> um, yep. Tom says upper management. What if they're not really in tune with what goes on day to day? So basically all they have is hearsay from this boss that you used to work with. I'm counting on it. That's the thing. I'm banking that that's the case, which is why I think you need to take the reins into your own hands and actually sit down with these people and you get to tell them how it is and show them what you are instead of just relying on this like secondhand information being relayed through this unreliable source. Okay, so maybe the bad reputation... That just the the fact that you are trying to improve exactly would, would counteract the the vague but negative feedback that they remember about you because exactly. I doubt I doubt they remember anything specific besides like this person I liked sure didn't like this person so exactly. I don't exactly like exactly that that's exactly what I think has happened here and maybe they have some details um, on top of that but if they don't or whether they have details or not I think you still need to sit down with them and hash out exactly what it is they've sent about you and then give them the idea that you are improving so that in a year from now, instead of just saying, oh, it's that guy again, Tom, yeah. who we don't, I remember not liking, they can think, oh, Tom, he's proactive. He sat down with me. He wants to get better. Let's see if he is getting better instead of, yeah. let's see if Tom still sucks. You know, like it's <laughs> <laughs> a very different mindset. <laughs> It sounds like something they do for entertainment. <laughs> Check in on the Tom exhibit at the zoo. <laughs> yep, still flinging poop everywhere. <laughs> As expected. <laughs> oh, Tom. <laughs> yeah. Uh, one interesting side note is there's a lot of room to have people not like you and still have a job. Like if Clearly. upper management doesn't like you, you still have worked there for four years, which means there's, I don't know, sometimes people get too worried about being fired, I feel like, and and. Mm. Maybe if there were layoffs, you would be targeted, but I don't know. It 
it can be harder to get fired than you think sometimes. Sometimes it can be a lot easier, though, too. (laughs) (laughs) Just takes a few words if they're the right ones. (laughs) Yeah, not even from you necessarily. (laughs) Yeah, okay. Maybe that's useless words. But, I mean, getting getting fired is is a pretty low bar. I mean, working every day under the constant anxiety that, you know, the people who matter are thinking bad thoughts about you yeah is a pretty crappy way to live yep and you do not have to live that way but i think you need to be proactive here and take it into your own hands don't let secondhand gossip shape your career you know sit down with these people and give them the right impression about you you be you know give them firsthand knowledge and then you know commit to improving and you know nothing's it's crazy but nothing says improvement like someone saying i plan to improve now if you mm. say it over and over and don't do anything about it then obviously that'll that'll be bad yeah <laughs> it won't do much good for you but um i think it starts with you saying i'm gonna do better yeah i like that as a manager i would love that like when if someone had come into my office as a manager and said dave i want to do better give me some feedback and I want to, I want to earn it, and I want to do a great job. What do I need? Oh, to do? especially if they were like a problem employee in air quotes. You oh, know, yeah. if I had a negative opinion of them, yeah, because because otherwise, if if they're a problem employee, a lot of my life is is tied up in trying to work around that. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, and you know, honestly, over the course of I was in, I was officially in a management position for two years, and I can't remember. I mean, I remember people saying, you know, I want feedback, this or that, but I've, it was very rare that people were very deliberate about improvement, you know, and, and sitting down with me and saying, let's make a plan. I want to do better. Tell me what's yeah. the most important thing to improve. I just, people just don't do that. And so when, when you do that, I think you're going to really inspire confidence. Yeah. And it's good that you know, because it would be worse to not know. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> So at least you you have knowledge that you can use to do something about the situation. So there's a there's a there's a meta lesson here too that I'm taking away from this, which is that if you find yourself in a position where you can say something negative about someone else to someone whose opinion can influence that person, be very very careful about what you yeah. say because those opinions they get in there and they just last, you know? Yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. So you could really be shooting someone in the foot who doesn't deserve it if you're not careful. Yep. Or who really, really deserves it. (laughs) And you shoot their foot good and hard. (laughs) Shoot their foot right off. (laughs) Yep. Okay. Use your power wisely. (laughs) Yeah. Use it wisely. But I would definitely say err on the side of not shooting anyone. (laughs) Tom, good luck. All right. Let us know how it turns out or don't. <laughs> Whatever. Shoot your own foot. I don't care. Yeah, I don't, I don't care. Next question. I'm over it. All right. Do you want to read the next question? I will. This comes from a listener named John who writes, first time poster, long time listener. Welcome, John. I'm interviewing for and believe I will be offered a senior front end developer position at a startup. I have never developed a front end in my life. <laughs> oh, boy. I've been a software developer for a year and a half, and with the past six months, I picked up HTML, CSS, and JS on my own, and have done this and that with it, particularly with developer tools and one-off proofs of concept. But 
I love the message you guys have, and my soft skills show strongly in interviews. The co-founder sees passion, and that's what he's looking for. Should I decline this offer that I honestly don't deserve, or face a massive amount of imposter syndrome and risk not delivering? So first of all, this question came in several months ago. So it's probably resolved itself either way. <laughs> maybe, he's, but, maybe John is still waiting for us. Yeah, hang on. I, I just need to hear from my good, good friends <laughs> who I know will not let me down. Any week now, they'll answer my question. Can I just have one more week to answer your offer? <laughs> it's, it's probably gone up a lot if you're waiting that whole time. <laughs> and, there's, and they haven't said no yet. There are some interesting things going on. One is the senior front-end developer title, <laughs> having never developed a front-end professionally. And having about a year and a half of experience as a developer. Yeah, I don't think it's possible to be a senior front-end developer after a year and a half with no professional experience doing front-end. But that doesn't make this <laughs> wait, wait, wait. bad. What do you mean no experience? He has <laughs> dabbled in HTML. No, no professional experience. Oh, my bad, my bad. You're right. That means this is a wonderful gift that someone has given you that will potentially influence the course of your career positively if you take it it doesn't so yeah definitely not qualified <laughs> that doesn't mean you have to not take the job you can grow into this how do you grow into a position that you're not qualified for well one important thing is make sure that their expectations match your abilities so i'm assuming you weren't dishonest in the interview it, assuming they know what you are, you just might not feel like you're ready, but that's fine. You can still do the work and not feel like you're ready for it. So here's what I think is going on. I think there is a subtle, insidious uh, movement among startups where senior actually means junior. And to actually mean senior, there's got to be some new hidden title that no one is sharing. Something like master of front-end development or something. Okay. <laughs> that doesn't exist oh maybe not i don't know Is that know. what you're saying or maybe it does maybe they, all your coworkers are going to have master software developer on their titles and you're just going to have senior <laughs> when i worked at startups i never knew anyone's title yeah me neither that's none of my coworkers. we never really had titles that's the thing like startups like who cares what your title is that it just makes no difference at all and i think maybe this engineer is reading too much into the title senior front-end developer. I mean, it's okay to be a front-end developer without a lot of experience. What I think has really got John bothered here is the word senior. Yeah. And I'm here to tell you that doesn't mean anything at a start. Yeah, I would I would like it to mean something, but it really doesn't <laughs> at yeah, most me places. Too. I would like it to mean something too. Um, at my company, it definitely means something. And uh, there's very clearly documented roles and responsibilities for the different levels of engineer. But at startup, <laughs> no. Yeah, usually it means not on your first job. I think that's like the baseline meaning of it. Yeah, that that probably sounds right. You have worked somewhere else before this. Yeah, so so you're saying the responsibility associated with this title is not anything outrageous. Yeah, yeah. And I think what will happen is you're only going to face imposter syndrome if you think there is some expectation bundled with the word senior that you're not able to, to deliver on. But the fact is there's probably not. Yeah, I mean... They're going to care about what you do no matter what your title is. So that's a, that's a good point. Nothing matters. Nihilism. <laughs> that's the approach. <laughs> uh, yeah, John at the end of the question says, should I decline the offer or face the risk of not delivering? Um, you'll face the risk of not delivering no matter what the title is. That's so, true. <laughs> I, I do like what you said about expectations. 
if if your expectations are clear, that can eliminate a lot of the fear. When I get afraid, I feel like that's usually because of an expectations mismatch.、Mm-hmm. And if I clarify things, what do you expect me to get done? When do you expect me to get it done? And then maybe I have some information about like here's why it's hard. There's usually a conversation that eliminates that fear. Yeah. And I think as long as you're talking openly about how you're doing, if you just if you just take the job, take the title, and then disappear for three months, and then be, I don't know, then you you're doomed. <laughs> you will have not delivered. <laughs> well,、point. I'm saying like, yeah, go off and and struggle for three months with this thing that's new to you, and feel like you're not performing like they want you to, and you can't ask for help because that'll show your lack of experience、right. and, and kind of torpedo your reputation. So you just Google more, and the deadline gets closer and closer, and you get no closer to accomplishing it. Yep, that's kind of the failure case here. I feel like absolutely is wanting to appear senior and thus not getting help when you're stuck. Yeah, just don't do that. I get stuck all the time, and. Are you a senior software engineer, Jameson? I'm a code laborer. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you 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 just recently got a new job. Does you do you have senior in the title?、Uh, actually, it does have senior in the title.、Okay. It's senior technical expert,、oh. which is the yeah. There's a long story about that. Oh title, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yes, but、yeah. I'm not a senior engineer, so you're just an expert. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just a lowly expert. No pressure. <laughs> <laughs> so here, let me tell you another story about why startup titles are just completely irrelevant. Actually, I can tell two. The first one is about ten years ago, I hired an engineer from a startup, and his resume said director of engineering. And、uh, we're looking over his resume during the interview, and I'm like, oh, you worked at thus and such kind of startup. He's like, yeah. Oh, and by the way, don't don't read into that director of engineering title. I, you know, there was only two of us. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. Anyway, I was surprised that he put it on there. Yeah, that's actually part of why I'm often suspicious of titles at tiny, tiny startups like that with two engineers,、mm-hmm. is because the only way they benefit you is for like your next job. Yep. So、exactly. it feels weird and manipulative. I guess it can sometimes benefit when you talk to other outside companies, but usually you can see through, right? If you're talking to some tiny startup. You're、yeah. talking to the the CTO. You're like, oh, you're the programmer. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I see. <laughs> I was director of engineering at a startup. I had more than two engineers that worked under me, though. How many? <laughs> There were like five or six, and then a few QA people. That was the whole was, engineering department. No, we were split in half. It was、ah. like running half the half the technical. So you、people. had a co-director.、Uh, I think that it was just the CTO on the other side. Okay, so you were half CTO. <laughs> Yeah, what would an acronym be for that? <laughs> the assistant chief CTO. <laughs> yeah, assistant chief CTO. <laughs> ACCTO. Yes. Okay. Okay. I like that. So I told you I had two stories. My other story is that at my last company, where I actually was director of engineering,、um, and it was a startup, so that tells you. <laughs> so four engineers. <laughs> yeah, there were a lot of engineers there.、Right? Yeah, we had about. I was responsible for forty, forty or fifty. I think it was forty engineers and QA people. You know, multiple managers reporting to me. Anyway, it, I felt like it was a little bit more of a director level position. However, in my current company, director could mean five hundred people. <laughs> so there, there you go. If someone says they're a director of engineering, it could mean two engineers, or it could mean five hundred engineers. Yeah, and everything in between. So, but no, the story was that one of my engineers came to me and said,、uh, 
I've noticed that all my peers have the title senior software engineer and I want that title too. And so we, my CTO and I were like, oh, okay, well, we just sent an email over to HR and said, hey, would you just go into the HR system and change his title to senior software engineer? And they were like, <laughs> yep. <laughs> his next paycheck said senior software engineer. And that was it. <laughs> so, you know. He that, passed your rigorous requirements. Yes, yes. We put him through the ringer, let me tell you. Yeah. <laughs> Met all of the criteria in your grading rubric, which he was, <laughs> did you ask Dave? <laughs> Let's just say he was weighed in the balance and found awesome. <laughs> senior. So, you know, senior, it just, it just has a lot less meaning than I think you might, our listener here might be ascribing to it. Yeah. So don't worry about it. In this context. Now, in other contexts, I think the word senior can very significantly influence your day-to-day job function. Like at my current company, senior basically means technical team leadership for up to 10 or 12 engineers and expected to collaborate in large system design and architecture across, you know, a half dozen teams. So Hmm. um, it has, it carries with it a lot more weight than it did at any startup I've been at. Sure. But usually with the explicit responsibilities come more explicit criteria for for earning that title yeah so the fact that they're just like eh, senior means <laughs> that's about the level of expectation they have about what a yes. senior does there so, yeah good very know, good do, point do good programming work <laughs> <laughs> oh you dabbled in html sweet yeah the other person we were considering hasn't even dabbled so he was going to be a <laughs> non-senior front-end software engineer a mid-level <laughs> right yeah, that's a good point. I think you should, instead of reading so much into the title, read into exactly what it is they expect you to do. Because the titles mean, they basically have no standard meaning in the industry. Yeah, it, it is definitely possible to be an actual imposter. And the way you become an actual imposter is you are dishonest about your experience, your capabilities. Mm-hmm. So don't do that. For sure, don't do that. That's slimy and gross and bad. <laughs> Feeling like you're an imposter is usually just to uh, normal to everyone but dave so <laughs> that part's fine <laughs> if, you, if you feel like an imposter don't you think the chances that you're actually an imposter are pretty low i don't know i don't i don't know what those people think are they just like dunning kruger to the max where they think they're amazing the and they genuinely don't, don't like know imposters? yeah who who are actively misleading people or do they feel bad about it on those, the inside? those people are pretty rare in my experience I know, i've known a couple of people who I've maybe, maybe just one actually. <laughs> I don't think I've ever worked with anybody like that. I just read about them on the internet. Yeah, exactly. So they must be there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I think we're agreed though. You should do it mm-hmm. seven months ago. <laughs> <laughs> be honest and, and don't be afraid to get help, but do it and you'll grow into the title. Frankly, if I had said no to jobs that I felt like I wasn't qualified for, I would still be at my first job out of college. Actually, I wouldn't even be at that job. (laughs) (laughs) You'd still be in college. (laughs) I'm not qualified to graduate. (laughs) Exactly. I mean, of course you're not qualified to go start work for a new company. Like you don't know anything about the company or anything. Yeah. I think my first full-time job, I felt pretty unqualified for. I feel like before that, all my part-time jobs, I also felt unqualified, but that, I don't know, that was more normal. There was, there has been one job in my life where my experience, like the tools and technologies that I've been using for the last several years lined up like exactly with the job description. And that was Mm -hmm. a job that I took and every other job that I've accepted, I did not have sufficient experience to, uh, meet the criteria. You know, I did not have the right tools, technologies, languages in my experience, 
that were on listed on the job description. I did not yeah. have the exact number of years listed on the job description, you know. And if I had said no to those jobs because I didn't feel qualified, then, you know, I would have not had a lot of jobs. Yeah. Yeah. Be honest and let other people disqualify you. Don't disqualify yourself. It's, Love that's it. That's some pithy, vague advice. <laughs> I like it. No, I like the idea. Say, look, if you're going to be disqualified, let them do the disqualifying. They're the ones writing the check after all. Yeah. Like, it's really yeah. not up to you whether you deserve the job. You yeah. Know, they're writing the check. They decide whether you deserve the job. All right. Have we answered the question? I think so. Good luck, John. Okay. Good luck, John, from the past. Hopefully, <laughs> current senior front-end developer, John. <laughs> Super senior, oh, maybe man. by this point. Imagine if he said no. Oh, no. <laughs> this is going oh. to be a hard listen for John if he said no. <laughs> His life is ruined now. If only you had answered my question. Is it worse that we answered this question now <laughs> or should we have left it unanswered? <laughs> I think it might be worse. If you would like your life ruined in this way, <laughs> please go to softskills.audio. We have a form on there or there's a button that takes you to a form actually. The button is labeled click here to ruin your life. <laughs> yeah. I think it's just ask a question. Send in your questions. We love getting them. We, we, we really enjoy reading them and we will get to all of them at some point. We swear. Yes. If the universe continues for long enough, we will answer them all. Yep. All right. Thanks.